If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe with Representative Jason Sane. And good morning. You are listening to All Things Sane here on WSIC. Or WSIC. Get that out right. Um, glad to be back in studio. Uh, joining me today, I'll have my special guest, Heather Ryan, she's chair of Lincoln County School Board. We're going to talk about going back to school, about uh, really just anything that comes across our our brains this morning. Uh, talking about uh, a lot of topics. We'll. Uh, it's. I've been traveling, as uh, you know. I had, last week, I had David Coble. Uh, come in and, and uh, be my guest host. Uh, he, he's kind of like uh, uh, he. I got him out of the portal. Uh, he was he was a free agent. Uh, he does uh, the show with Vicky Sawyer, Senator Vicky Sawyer, uh, and and uh, a, a wonderful talent. Uh, I got to you know I, I get a little scared having somebody come on to a guest host because they they might just actually be better than me. And and uh, but hey, turns out I pay for the program, so uh, he can't replace me. But no, David did a great job. He had uh, Representative Jake Johnson on last week. He's a good friend uh, there at the legislature. He's uh, from Western North Carolina. Uh, one of our younger members, but uh, certainly a leader in our caucus and in our chamber. Uh, good guy. Uh, they had a great conversation. I got to hear a little bit of it. We went on a family vacation that had been planned since at Christmas time. Uh, my son's uh, best friend in school and and parents. We all went on a um, uh, cruise out of Jacksonville, Florida. Went to the uh, Bahamas and to the private island that they that the uh, cruise lines have. That was a lot of fun. It was great to to be gone. The week before, we did a broadcast from Orlando, our first ever remote broadcast uh, out of state. We had done it at the legislature uh, before that, but uh, this was this was something new. But we did it at, at the American Legislative Exchange Council. Had legislators coming from all across the country to talk about uh, ideas and things that are buzzing in, in different uh, state capitals, and we got to share our story with North Carolina. Uh, it's always nice to go to things like that when you're when your peers in other states are going, hey, how does North Carolina do it so well? We want to do it just like that. How do we do tax reform? How do we look at education reform? How do we look at what you're doing in transportation? I know. If you're sitting on a highway right now in traffic, uh, you go, really? This is this is the best we've got? We're a growing state, and that means that uh, we have to adjust accordingly. And it, it also means that a lot of times that uh, we're, we don't have enough highways for the people who are coming here. So we're struggling to get to there. But uh, but these are challenges that we'll overcome and, and working on those. Um, but it is great to be back in the studio. Kind of tan, rested, and ready. Ready to go. I was in Raleigh yesterday. Budget work still going on. Um, also, you know, you learn things that are happening at the legislature sometimes through the press uh, before before you know about it. Uh, you learn just like everybody else. But the speaker yesterday had, had uh, tweeted out that uh, there was, or at least talking to the press gaggle, said there was zero chance of the North Carolina budget uh, before September 1. And part of that is, reason being, is, is because there's been a delay, because there's been some back and forth, and this is actually just the normal course of business. And what people forget is that in North Carolina, unlike Washington, D.C., uh, we have a continuing resolution. So nothing really changes. It just means new spending doesn't get added. If you're if you're a state employee and you're waiting on a pay raise, you'd really like for that thing to happen sooner rather than later. And there are pay raises in this budget, so that's coming. Uh, a lot of times we'll fix it, we'll backdate it, we'll we'll make sure that everybody's made whole. So it's not this big, really, you know, moment of oh gosh, what are we going to do? 
It is, hey, we'll get there when we get there. We should be methodical. It's a big budget. Uh, you know, there's a lot to be discussed. July 1st is our normal normal time that we that we hope to have it done by. So we're, you know, a little over a month out that, that we hadn't got there, but we'll get there. Uh, but right now, there's a lot of people traveling, uh, just like our family. Um, you know, we have a part-time legislature in, in, in the House and Senate. So people need to get back. They need to get back to their businesses. I think this is a better way to do it. Uh, rather than having full-time politicians in Raleigh all the time, uh, we, we, we do need a little break every now and then, but we, we will get there. But speaker saying yesterday, a zero chance of North Carolina budget. Of course, that doesn't stop, you know, the political bantering back and forth. Uh, from WRAL, the governor yesterday apparently uh, talking about, as they quote, budget squabbles threatened to delay Medicaid expansion. Uh, Cooper urges legislature to hurry. And, uh, you know, I, I normally call uh, the governor and ask his advice on what I should do each day. Uh, missed it over the last couple of weeks. Uh, but thankfully, thanks to WRAL, he's, he's out here telling us what we need to do. He says, uh, but if the budget doesn't become law until September or beyond, Medicaid expansion can't happen until December at the earliest. And he's got a little poke at, at legislators saying that uh, we need to come back from vacation. We, we, we need to get to work because, uh, you know, he's, he did a lot of work, especially during COVID when he shut down your businesses. Um, he was out there doing incredible work for, for our state. Um, you know, it, the, the, the poking and, and prodding is, is an interesting and dangerous game to play. Um, conservatives in my caucus, me included, didn't vote for Medicaid expansion. Uh, we knew the votes were there in our caucus to get to a majority. Uh, but it wasn't something that, that I endorse. That wasn't something that I voted for. Very quietly voted against, uh, knowing what the what was about to happen because the votes were there. But the longer this budget delay happens and the more partisanship that gets injected to the conversation, uh, the, the better chance happens that conservatives might not do that. Uh, they, they might see an opportunity because we do have that uh, ongoing uh, continuing resolution where government's funded. Uh, we could come back and pass partial budgets and, and pass pay raises and go home, uh, do a couple of things and go home and not, and not really enact this, this, this part of Medicaid expansion, the funding part of it and, and some of the, the mechanisms that are needed to, to go forward. So kind of poking the bear is a, a dangerous place to be. There's a speaker's race going on. Uh, the, the speaker Moore has announced that he's not uh, going to come back as speaker. Uh, doesn't preclude him from coming back to the legislature, but he said he wasn't going to run for speaker again. And because of that, could, could mean that this could play into a speaker's race. Um, a lot of times in our caucus, you get to play who's conservative. My name has been mentioned. Uh, if you've read, I think uh, uh, Coble, uh, David Coble had mentioned it last week on the, on the show. Uh, I'm a fundraiser for the caucus. I'm our, our, our conference leader. Uh, we've got our majority leader, John Bell, our rules chairman, Destin Hall. And we're all friends, but, you know, could be a competition uh, to see who's speaker. And, and it might be a competition by... by who is, is more conservative? And we got our first caller on the line. Uh, Jeff Periano is calling in. Uh, Jeff, how are you doing today? Hey, good, Representative Saint. How are you doing, sir? I'm good, sir. Good to hear from you. I, good. I just wanted to, to thank you for everything you do for our great state and, uh, and especially Lincoln County. Lincoln County uh, in the house here. So thank you. Thank you for that. So I, I, I'm curious, Jason, what would you say to your old self if you could go back you know, before you got into politics, what would you say to your old self about, uh, you know, it, would you make any changes? Is, is it the path you took to get into, get into politics and community service? Or, or even for that matter, maybe a second question, what would you, what would you say to somebody that's willing to, to get into uh, the community service these days? What, what, and do you have any kind of just general broad advice and, 
and maybe anything you'd like to reflect on in the last, you know, 15 years is the, what, what, what really prompted you to get in community of service. Yeah, no, great question, Jeff. And I, and I, and I appreciate the call. Um, and I'll, I'll answer it a couple ways. I, I think that's a good question for both Heather Ryan and I, cause we're, we're, you know, both, you know, elected politicians by definition. Um, and I, I kind of, you know, got to it a different way than most. I was appointed, uh, but had worked a lot in, in the political realm and, and working on policy. Um, would I change anything? Yeah, probably one I'd one have a better diet before I ever got there because once you get there, you end up in a room uh, and, and uh, as we say, the most exclusive restaurant in Raleigh, which is the budget room. Uh, if you like pizza, uh, it is uh, it's served often uh, and uh, or snacks or, or, or things that just aren't healthy for you. So that, that I would change for sure, uh, but I don't think that's the nature of your question. We, we've got just a few minutes. Uh, and we're going to go to break uh, here in just a second. But, Jeff, we, we appreciate the question. We'll, we'll continue on that answer as, as Heather and I get into our conversation about Lincoln County Schools, what we're doing. We'll talk about how underfunded we are in Lincoln County compared to the rest of the state uh, because we do so well with the money that we've got. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll uh, we'll talk about some of the other issues facing as we go into a new school year. Uh, you know, nothing more precious than 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 our than our little children, and uh, we want to make sure they get back to school safe. But Jeff, thank you for your call. Appreciate you joining All Things Sane, yes, and we'll talk to you soon. And we'll be back in just a moment. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on Earth. All things safe. Representative Jason safe. We've got fun and games. We got everything you want, honey. All right, welcome back to All Things Sane. Welcome to the jungle. Uh, this is um, the, the music bed is uh, a little twist on a Guns N' Roses song. So. I, I hope you appreciate my humor and the nice. uh, and the, uh, the little touch of a uh, little show tune, but it's actually Guns N' Roses. Uh, welcome back to All Things Sane. Uh, we got a call from Jeff Periano just a few minutes ago. Appreciate you calling in, sir. A constituent of both mine and yours, Heather Ryan. Heather Ryan is our uh, Lincoln County School Board Chair. Uh, she's been in that position for how long, Heather? I'm in year seven now. Year seven. So yeah. been there a little time, uh, at least long enough to find a bathroom and uh, maybe... Get a, a complaint or two uh, as you serve, uh, and, and I'm sure a lot of thank you cards, like I get, like every elected official constantly. gets, constantly. constantly. It's uh, it's amazing sometimes. Uh, we we kidding, Jess, but uh, Jess' question is pretty good, actually. And it's a good question for you too. And we'll, we'll you know enough about me. Let's talk about you. Um, how did you get into the school board? What what made you want to run for school board? Really, it was just my passion for for children and families in our county. Um, you know, I started off in the school system, really just. PTO, PTA type, helping in the schools and that sort of thing. And just my love for education and how important it is in a county um, led me led me to where I am. I will say to address Jeff's, the further part of Jeff's question of, you know, what when you look back, what would you have done differently or those sort of things? It's funny because, um, you know, I'm, I'm just so thankful that people have allowed me in my life to grow in a leadership position and allowed me to make mistakes. You know, one of the things that, that was said uh, early on to me was don't get louder and prove your argument. And uh, for me, that was key. It was really being able to, to find out how to hit that sweet spot of being able to affect change and really get something done. And it's not always just yelling and screaming, right? It's not. And it's, uh, so your board is made up of what, seven, seven members? We have seven board members. And I guess probably I ought to say, you know, 
although I am the board chair, any opinions that I throw out today or express are, are solely my own and do not sure. represent the opinions of the board or Lincoln County Schools. Well, so. and, and that's fair enough, uh, but no one does it by themselves. As I always tell constituents that call, you need to do this, you got to do that, and I can certainly work towards something. I can certainly try to make change. I can try to enact whatever it is that they're, they're, they're wanting me to do or try to stop whatever it is they're wanting me to stop. Uh, but I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. You need at least three other votes to do anything. Yeah, we have a fantastic team. I, I'll tell you, um, pulling from the strengths from all our different team members has been has been phenomenal because we got people who are really good with numbers. We got really people who are really good with operational stuff, and and uh, you know they're in my ear a lot about Heather. Have you thought about this? Or have you you know thought about trying this? And and. It, it, it I, I couldn't ask for for better people to work with, so it's been great. And and we disagree sometimes, right? Sure. We disagree on on how to get things done, and uh, but being able to talk through that and have those relationships where you can talk through those things is 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 key. Well, disagreements happen in politics, and and they happen at at, at, at my home. I, you're married to Chris, good friend of mine from uh, junior high on. Uh, he's your last name's Ryan, so Chris Ryan and Jason Sane always sit beside of each other in homeroom. Uh, and in a lot of classes together, so, which is how we met. Um, you know, as, as good a friends as Chris and I are, we disagree. As, as much as I love my wife, and she loves me most days, uh, <laughs> we occasionally disagree. Uh, so it's not, it's not uncommon to, and, and shouldn't be uh, foreign for people to think that uh, you don't always just go lockstep. You should have disagreements. That's how you get to a resolve. It's how you uh, work through problems. Um, mm-hmm. We do it in Raleigh. We were talking about the budget earlier. Uh, we're working through disagreements. It takes some time. Uh, you don't want to rush these things. Uh, that being said, uh, most of the time, most of the things that you work on, you're, you are in agreement. And you're working toward the same goal even when you disagree. And I think that's important. Um, you know, I came to it as an appointee, um, had, had worked to help other people get elected, wasn't expecting to, to be a legislator, uh, really thought I could do more outside of being an elected representative, but the opportunity came. My, my board came to me and asked me to run for uh, that position. I got it, uh, and then have have been in ever since 2011. Uh, but it but you always grow and learn, and you ne- you know no one they're telling a big fat lie if they say I've got all the answers when they run. Now you do hear candidates when they're running say that, um, but the challenges are always different. No no two days are the same, and I'm I'm sure you see that. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. And, and, but you know, those challenges and those, those things that come at you every day, that's what keeps life interesting, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's, that's what we do as leaders, right? We take on those challenges each and every day. And so I'm really proud though of, of where our school system is and, and the things that we're accomplishing there. You know, we had a fantastic year last year, regional teacher of the year, regional superintendent of the year, lots of state championships, yeah. uh, including our first esports championship, I, which you championed bringing, bringing in esports. And, and I'll say it's your thing, but it, I hope we can still be friends after I say this, but it's, it's, it's amazing to me who thought this would be a sport or a profession yeah. or anything. So it's, but kids love it. I mean, we, we started some after school clubs with it and, and it's been great. So we've had a, a fantastic year. We had a Blue Me Award winner in our arts program. And so I'm really hoping this year to, you know, continue that success. Our enrollment's up again this year, you know, second or third year in a row, I believe, the enrollment has been up. And so um, people are starting to realize good things are happening in Lincoln County. So. Well, there's a lot to be said about that enrollment being up. School choice is an issue. My kids at, at, at charter school, not because we didn't like Lincoln County schools. We knew a lot of the teachers at the charter school. 
thought it'd be a good fit for him, got him in the lottery, and he actually got a place, and we love it. But that was in no way to shun or say anything negative about Lincoln County Schools. I go a lot, as you know. I get invited uh, to tour to 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 different uh, events at, at at our at our public school system. Uh, you've you the board, uh, our our administrators have a great relationship with our charter school in Lincoln County. Uh, there's two and uh, and and three campuses of charter schools, and and you're still growing. With competition there, I think speaks volumes about uh, what what's happening in Lincoln County Schools. Uh, I know it, I hear it, and people find out about what what's happening there. We I think we like to keep it a little bit of a secret uh, because we, we we do know what we have, uh, and we do it with less money. And I want to talk to you about that because one of the things that when I go to Raleigh, bane of my existence is the tier system. Uh, we yeah. get penalized because. Our county commissioners, because our school board, our city council, because they're doing the right things, right? They're keeping taxes as low as they can, uh, reevaluation, all that. People get upset about it, and I understand that. But they'd really be upset if the values of their homes were plummeting. That's not the case. That's a, that's a whole separate issue. But, but the fact of the matter is people want to move to where you and I live, and there's a reason for that. And, it's, and it's, I tell people in Raleigh, I, I have a great relationship with my school board. I have a great relationship with my, with my county commissioners, with my city council. We all work very well together. Different points of view, for sure. Sometimes disagreements. But at the end of the day, we end up with a very good product. And you and your board and, and the staff and the teachers do it with less money than any other district in the state. <clears throat> yeah, when you take our um, total funding, federal, state, and local, and put it all together, we rank last in the state of North Carolina. Yet we're always in the top 20 in performance. And, and you know... It, you're right. Uh, sometimes you do feel like you get punished for that, and in our and it's somewhat on our county every year to try to make up for that and to help. And they've been, you know, good to us this year and trying to some of those mental health issues. And and there's they'll never be able to fund everything we need, right? But what's interesting to me is is how intentional we are with spending that money and what we have to do to accomplish what what we what we do and and it's a credit to our people i mean operationally i'll just i'll tell this one story and this is not to bash any other school system in our state right but um i was <clears throat> my daughter was playing basketball somewhere else in the state um several months ago and um you know we went in and floors were kind of brown looking kind of kind of and the the gym was sort of uh just in disrepair let's right. just say and so what do I do? I immediately go into, okay, let's look up the budget for this school system, right? Why is it, why is it like that, right? Yeah. And I think they had like, you know, 27 times as many schools as we have. And it was a larger system. And, and, um, and so I was like, okay, well, I'll take our budget. I'll multiply it by that much and see that's what they should have if they had what we had, right? right. And I think there was an additional like $300 million more dollars that mm -hmm. they get. And I thought there's really no excuse for that for these floors to look like this. And so, you know, our, our, of course, our, um, chief of operations, Eric Aker, he does a great job. And our, I, I hope you would never walk into one of our schools and, and see anything like that. Cause our, you know, our, from our custodians to everybody in between, they just, they strive for excellence and they have pride in their school system and what they do. They absolutely do. And, and I'm very thankful for that. Well, so. it shows it, it, it really should. I've had, uh, members from from other districts uh, come to events that we've held at a school or uh, did a talk or whatever, and they and they walk in and they go, "There's 
school system's a little different. Um, it's cleaner. It's nicer. Uh, I, I, and again, it's a level of expectation, and it's and it's striving toward excellence. And uh, you know, I've got a 15 year old. You've got two girls. You know, it, one of the things we try to impress upon our own kids is to always strive to do as best as that you can do. Um, be there, be accounted for, but then strive for the best. And I and, and you know, didn't bring you on just to throw compliments at you, but I but I, I have to be. Uh, I, I would do you a disservice if I didn't say, "Hey, look, our school system stands out among many others." And, and not again, not not throwing shade. Uh, at, at some of the others, but but we can only account for what we do, right? And and it matters. Um, really appreciate you coming on the show today. We've got a another half hour of the show. Uh, we'll continue this conversation, uh, talking about education, things about Lincoln County, the Lake Norman area. I, I dressed up in my uh, go out on a boat uh, uh, clothes today, so that's my next thing for today. Uh, but I'll still be working, believe it or not. My wife don't believe that, but I but I <laughs> promise you, I am. You're listening to All Things Sane on WSIC. We're talking with. School Board Chair Heather Ryan. We'll be back. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape to. This is the last stand on earth. All things safe with Representative Jason Sane. And we're back to All Things Sane. Uh, Enjoying a little bit more of my music vibes. You know, you can tell I'm a kid of the, the early 90s, right? That's uh, right. Got a, got a little insane in the membrane. Uh, we've got Heather Ryan here in studio with us. She is the chair of the Lincoln County School Board. All opinions are hers. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll cover that, and all opinions are mine. Unless you really like them, then you can share them and make them your opinions. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we do take calls on this show, 844-STUDIO-4 here on WSIC. Um, my good friend Rick Howard uh, just sent me a text. He's listening, but he sent me a text. And uh, not everybody gets to send, my, send me text, but Rick, for you, of course. Um, now, he was asking me about, uh, you know, charter schools in the area, uh, thoughts on uh, on options for kids, school choice. Uh, you know, look, you, you, you represent a public school system, but school choice is out there. We've talked about it. What, what does it mean? What does school choice mean to you as a, as a, as a head of a school system? Um, and you have competition right there in Lincoln County. Two schools, uh, two charter schools, but you also have private schools, other options, homeschooling. How does how, in in the realm of public education, what what really, how does school choice impact your decisions? So I'll say this, and again, I'll repeat: opinions are my own here. Um, school school choice doesn't scare me, and I'll tell you why. There's really two components to that for me. One is I'm fiercely competitive, as you probably well know. And uh, so I'm just kind of the mentality of that's not a problem. We'll just make ourselves the best choice, right? Right. Um, the, the other part of that is really the other component is just as a parent of thinking, you know, I want to have my child where I feel like they will thrive. Mm-hmm. And I, I think we're crazy to think that Lincoln County Schools can be everything to everybody all the time. Now, here's the deal. We want you to choose Lincoln County Schools. I think it's the best option. I have my children there, right? Right. But if you don't want to be there, why would, why would we force you to be there, right? Right. So, um, you know, again, I, I was one of those parents Back in the day when my kids first started, who went around to all the schools and, you know, went to a private school and interviewed, looked at curriculums. I'm really big in, in, in looking at that, looked at curriculums, looked at, you know, all the different options that were available. And I knew I'd 
found my home when we walked in the doors over at S. Ray Louder and, uh, you know, took my girls there. And so from, from the parent side of things, like I get it, right? Because if my child were not thriving in a certain area, whether that be at a charter school or at a a, a traditional public school or at a private school, I would want to be able to take them and, and, and put them where I felt like they could thrive. Now, again, we hope that's our school system, but um, you know we're we're in the process of laying out uh, new discipline policies for the whole year. Um, they won't go into effect yet because we're working through that. It's going to take probably a year to get a lot of input from a lot of stakeholders. Um, but really, just this notion of expectations, right? Here are the expectations. We'd love for you to come be a part of our school system, but here are the expectations. And and school choice is a thing. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like this is not for you, then well, well, you know, we'll help you. We'll help you figure it out. So. Part ways and go on. Uh, well, so so, do you think competition helps drive uh, your board? Helps drive uh, your administrators, your teachers? Is, is that part because you're competing? You're always competing. Um, knowing that that there's there's other options. Do you think that helps get to a better place? A hundred percent. I mean, I th- I think competition's always good. Um, I think. Uh, Sometimes there are different rules that p- people complain about, right, in the competition right. that, that, that we try to work through. I mean, there's never been a time in this process that I haven't been able to reach out to you or other representatives and say, hey, you know, let's think about this or let's. And you guys have always been very responsive to, to helping work things out when bills are introduced and that sort of thing. But that competition piece is, is, is something that always, you know, it's, it's no different than in sports, Right? right, you got competition, sure. and and so we have to do the the work on the front end to make sure that we're winning on the other end. And um, our our staff does that; they're amazing. And comp- and school choice is not new. I mean, it's no. it's it's been around. It's it's become a big buzzword lately, but it's it's not new. We've well, been marketing our school system for a while now for for a long time. And when you say that school choice is not new, uh, the reality is school choice has always been a thing for somebody with with, with wealth with with options. Um, I've got a family member. I won't out her, but she's very, um, I don't, I, I won't out her, but we've had this debate over years because she didn't like the fact that our child went to a charter school and my two nephews, who I'm again, not telling you who I'm talking about, but my two nephews were in, in school in, in Charlotte Mecklenburg system. Um, <clears throat> they weren't happy and they, because they had wealth, were able to pick up and move over into South Carolina and go to a new school district. That's school choice. Um, might have been two different public school systems, but they had the ability because of the money that they had to pick up and go to a school system where they wanted to live. Didn't change jobs, none of that changed, just the neighborhood, the locale, and then that changed the school system. School choice happens. People vote with their feet. Uh, and if you're not doing a good job, uh, for those that, that had the ability to do so, uh, always had school choice. We've introduced some things that, that will allow scholarships and, and, and other ways. Uh, to get to school choice. I had an interesting conversation with one of your former board members uh, who called me one day, a little upset, complaining. As we worked through the conversation, uh, he was saying, you know, well, charter schools get to do this, and we don't get to do that, so you shouldn't get to do that. And I, I just simply replied, I said, why aren't you advocating for the ability to, to, for us to allow you to do that thing you want to do? Not try to hamper the other side, say, hey, it's working for them. Why don't you pass a law that allows us to do that thing? And you would think that people would think through that, but but he just, he was so, you know, passionate about that position of prevent them from doing it because we can't. 
Uh, and then when I when I introduced the idea of, of, of giving you permission to do so, uh, he saw it a different way, much like school calendar. I know we, we you and I have talked for years about school calendar options that that the state hampers public school systems, and when they can go into school because we're coming up on on a new school year, and when you can get out of school, how, how do you how do you work through that? And and school calendar is an issue. It's going to be an issue, particularly anything. In the western part of our state, um, we don't have beaches on our on our back in our back door, other than Lake Norman, of course. But we don't we don't get to go to the beach, and and it's it's not part of our economy here in this part of the state. How do you, how do you react to that? That that you see advantages that charter schools have. How how do you address that? How do you how do you work through that? I think you never quit advocating for for the school system that you represent. Number one. Um, there's always going to be snags. There's always going to be issues. There's always going to be challenges. And I think, you know, once you, once you build relationships with people, and again, as I said earlier, learn how to affect change, um, that's, that's when I feel like you've hit the sweet spot of, of advocacy for your, for your school system. And uh, those challenges that we face as a, as a public school system um, in comparison to charter and some of the different things that everybody gets to gets gets stuck on at the end of the day when I know when I lay my head down at night at the end of the day when I know that Lincoln County Schools is a great school system and we strive for excellence and we've done the best that we can those challenges seem a lot smaller but even though I wish we had them and I'm still going to advocate for them and we always do it every legislative breakfast with you right sure um Sometimes the way things work in Raleigh, because I've been up there visiting, right? We just, we, you win some, you lose some. Right. And um, it doesn't mean you stop advocating. But the manner in which you do it and the relationships in which you, with, that you build and the conversations that you can have with people are what's important. Well, so, I want to compliment you and, and your board members. Um, <clears throat> it's, it's not often, and particularly we're three hours away from, the, from Raleigh, from the legislative building, uh, that, that you see school boards come in and visit and just, again, building relationships. Life, I tell my kid, Jackson, the world is all about relationships. I, your dad's just dumb enough to ask, can I do something? And, and before you know it, you're able to do it. And, and so you, you all said, hey, can we come visit you in Raleigh? Spend a day. Uh, you've been up multiple times. Of course, you've, you've got a daughter in NC State. Yeah. So it's a little more, uh, there's a little more incentive to come up. But you get to, you get to visit. Uh, and you sat in the budget room with me uh, as we literally for hours plow through some of those numbers. So I applaud you for doing that. We've got Heather Ryan. She is our Lincoln County School Chairwoman. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes here on WSIC. Okay, a little bit of cheesy music, right? Uh, call me maybe if you want to call. It's 1-844-STUDIO-4. Uh, you're welcome to call into the show. We've got our guest today is Heather Ryan, chairwoman of the Lincoln County School System, uh, of the, uh, the board, chairman, chairwoman of the board, chair, chairman, chairwoman, chair, chairperson, <laughs> however how we say it these days. Uh, great to have you on the show here on All Things Same. Thank you for having me today. It's been fun. It's, this is flying by, though. Um, it, it goes fast. Yeah. Which, which means I think you're having fun, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. If, if, we're, if we're... If we're uh, slogging through, you might go, oh, I'll never come back on that show. And, uh, good luck, Say. But uh, no, we, we really appreciate the call-ins and, and, the, and the text from people who are listening and, and the comments. We've seen a couple comments on the on the Facebook broadcast. Just a reminder that you can watch it live on Facebook, but then it goes uploaded to YouTube, 
Um, I think it's on LinkedIn and some other places, uh, certainly Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can find it and download the show at any time and listen at your leisure. Uh, I'd love to have you do that. Uh, Heather Ryan, uh, so you've been on the board for seven years. You're, you're the, the, the chairman, chairperson uh, of, of, uh, of the school board. You work with uh, some great people, good friends. You came up to Raleigh, visited. Uh, you've, you've sat in the budget room uh, multiple times. Just seeing how, quite frankly, how the sausage is made. Uh, it's not quite as glamorous as people might imagine uh, when you sit in a room from 7, 7, 8 in the morning till about 8, 9, 10 o'clock at night. I think one of the nights that you were there was probably one of our later nights. I think we went yeah. to about 10.30. Yeah. Uh, happens a lot, um, but it doesn't just happen overnight. Uh, but it's a, there's, resources are finite, even though we increase school budgets every year. Our, our, uh, and the state budget's about 60, some, something like 60% goes to education. Uh, yeah. You know, including our four-year institutions and and our community colleges, but we we spend a lot of money in North Carolina on education, so it is important. Uh, it could never be enough. Uh, just like when you ask an employee, um, "Hey, I, I got a raise for you. Does that satisfy you? Is that enough?" No, it's never enough. Um, you you would always like to have more, but but the challenge is doing well with what you have and advocating for more. And you do a good job at that. You and your whole board do a great job at that. Well, I appreciate that. I think that's the, that's the important thing. You're right. We'll, we'll never, we'll never pay our, te- we'll never pay our teachers right. worth their worth. Um, but it doesn't mean we stop advocating, right? It doesn't mean we stop and, and, and doing it responsibly. Um, it was eye opening when we, when I came to Raleigh and, and sat in the budget meeting with you, or wasn't, I guess it was a meeting, yeah. but it was an all night. And, and I sat there and I, I laughed because I thought, you know, I'll take our longest work session that we've had, like maybe five hours or something, six, I don't know. And I thought, this is all day, every day for, for them. Like it's, it's long. Um, it was tedious. Um, so, you know, definitely eye-opening, but I think that's why it's good to get up there. I think that's why it's good to visit. I think it's because you have a perception of what goes on in Raleigh. You have a perception of, of kind of how things are. I remember the very first time I visited up there with you, I was like, you know, I really kind of thought this would be like much more modern building up here and like, you know, that sort of thing. We <laughs> laughed about that, but, uh, yeah, I think I think it's good to to see things from a different perspective sometimes. Modern, if you like the uh, the architectural style of the late '60s, uh, <laughs> when it was very much a minimalist. Uh, uh, see what we can do interestingly with concrete block. Yeah. Uh, my father-in-law was visiting. He he used to uh, manage the state employees' retirement uh, system in the state of New York. So he worked in Albany. Uh, he's a Virginian by birth and and had worked in Richmond too. And been around a lot of state capitals, but he'd never been to, to North Carolina's. And I invited him up uh, one day. We had a, a good friend of his coming in from the financial world, speaking to uh, to a group, and and uh, so he got his first tour of the legislative building. We we're walking around. Of course, he's a <clears throat> he's a banker, investment guy, uh, but also a, a, a marine. I can't say former marine. He's a marine. You're always a marine, and uh, so he's very direct. And he, we walk around for a little bit, and I'm showing him the building, and, and much like you, he, he goes, uh, Jace. Can I tell you something? Sure, Aubrey. Yeah, let's, let's wanna... He said, this, this building is, is underwhelming. I said, <laughs> sir, if if state capitals had a trailer park, ours would be it. Uh, and nothing against trailer parks, of course. But uh, yeah. it, it is not that impressive. Uh, yeah. But it but it is what it is. Uh, but a lot of important work gets done those you know between those walls. Uh, they call it crushed granite. When you come into my office, if you get a chance to come up and visit, um, and we, we've got our, our local chamber, Lincoln County, Lincolnton, Lincoln County Chamber of Commerce coming up 
at some point, Jamie Hauser, uh, who's on the board there, uh, president, helping lead lead some of our uh, business leaders up to, to Raleigh. We just can't find a date because it's been so confusing over the last couple of months, but they're coming at some point. But uh, I told them, I said, just get ready. You're going to be blown away. It's just how beautiful this building is. So yeah. I like to build it up and then they walk in and go, oh, wow, this, yeah. is, uh, this is not that impressive. But, but. The work that gets done is impressive. The other thing that was really interesting to me, too, was just seeing that, you know, I, I, we eat, sleep, and breathe education over here. It's our wheelhouse. It's what we know. It's what we advocate for and all the things. But just really taking sight of sitting in some of the rules committee meetings and, and that sort of thing, of taking sight of, you know, Y'all have to hear about a lot more than just education. <laughs> some of it, <laughs> yes, we do. Some of it is pretty interesting. I, I, uh, I'll, you know, I had to laugh sometimes and say, wow, never thought that would be something somebody else would be passionate about, but they are. And uh, so, you know, there's every time I think you get in a different seat, right, there's a different perspective. And so uh, it was interesting. It, it is interesting. And you get to, I, I, I work well both sides. Uh, yeah, certainly a conservative Republican leader of my caucus, but I've got a lot of friends on the other side of the aisle and they're, they're good people. They, they, they want to serve for the right reasons. We just have a different viewpoint. Uh, but it's interesting sometimes to, to hear their viewpoint and I'm sure they sit back in their seat every now and then and go, I can't believe we're talking about this. You know, why is this important to them? But, but that's the whole nature of what we do. I mean, the founders were very smart in, in how they created it. Uh, you know, what, what you do getting input from parents, a lot of times parents who are mad, they're upset. Something didn't go the way they thought it should go, uh, or or they they're striving for more and they're not they don't think you're doing enough, uh, but they should advocate and and that's that's really that's what the American process is all about, which is fun that you and I both get to participate in that. And I never, you know, growing up, I never really had this desire to go be an elected official. I like policy, but but then once I got into it as an appointee, I, I really enjoy it. And I think you like me, once you see something through, and it's sometimes it's it's. It's mind-boggling how much time you'll spend on something and how long it will take to get something done. But once you get it done, you kind of look back and go, that was totally worth it. I know you and I yeah. and, and the board were working on a, an issue that wasn't our own. Uh, best intentions by, by a, a Senate member who, who knew someone at our, our high school, uh, at North Lincoln High School, and, and put in the Senate budget money for a, an artificial turf field for, for football. Uh, certainly needed, certainly wanted, uh, but... You or I didn't know exactly all the details, and then it showed up in a, in a budget, and which meant we've got three other high schools, one of which I attended with your husband, uh, Lincoln High School, who didn't get that in a budget one year. And we spent really a year working toward that goal of, mm -hmm. of you know, we didn't want to say no uh, because it was, it was certainly a gift that, that was needed, uh, but, but making sure that, you know, not everybody has to be treated, you know, exactly to the dollar figure of, of, of equal but certainly given deference to and understood what, what needs were. And so you and I particularly worked on that issue and, and got everybody to a happy place uh, and, and got uh, things for all, all four schools happening. Uh, that's sports. Academics are incredibly important. I did read, though, this, this weekend, um, I think it was Saturday morning or Sunday morning, I can't remember which, but, but reading uh, the Observer uh, Sports Edition uh, covering you know, our, our upcoming football season and, and looking at all four high schools. Pretty excited about that. That's coming up. So I know, I know as kids go back to school, my my, my kids started today, um, so they're they're a little week a week and a half or a half a week early. But uh, you know, he was like, oh, I don't really want to go to school, Dad. Yeah. But 
wait a minute, I get to go see my friends. Wait a minute, fall sports are starting. He's a basketball player, so he can't wait to start getting back to practice and, and doing those things. So there's there's excitement right now. Yeah, football season starting, you know, Friday night, getting the whole community together, something about football season, right? Yeah. And, uh, and everybody's excited to get out and see him play on the new fields. And so, you know, we're very thankful for that and thankful that could, could work out, um, you know, which – there's a lot of details to work out. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> and um, we laugh all the time. Uh, our chief of operations in our school system. We've you know we've talked about turf so much now that when he comes up, we we have some background music we play for him. And <laughs> you know, like let's talk turf. Now Again, an expert. Right? Now an yeah, expert. Yeah, know more yeah. about turf than I ever thought I knew. Right. Right. But um, anyway, it's been good, and and it is exciting time. Um, you know, is it? kids are my my daughter's the same way right well so my oldest is at nc state so she's like chomping at the bit matter of fact we take her back friday like uh-huh. i'm ready to go back to raleigh you know my youngest is, is starting her junior year and uh you know she's like she's like ah it's time to start school but then same thing right ready yep. to see my friends ready to get involved and do all the things and so it's it's a fun time of year it's an exciting time of year it's almost like starting over right yeah um, we have a new theme this year for our school system we typically do a word or a theme last year it was intention hashtag intentional this year it's hashtag engage uh-huh. and really all about engaging students engaging the community and that sort of thing we went out the other day as an admin team and I we went in different uh, partner different community partners that we um, went and helped and you know I went out in um, in a community and we gave out icy pops and books and and just really trying to engage our community and it was neat to see you know our some of our principals who have students in the, in the where I was at I mean they knew every kid by name and yeah. it was just it's pretty amazing so. it is pretty amazing it's great to visit um, I'm, I'm always amazed it's always fun visits uh, uh, you get to hear from 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 teachers get to hear from staff get to hear from administrators. Uh, and and uh, really appreciate the engagement. Uh, so that is the hashtag for this year, Engage. Uh, we've got Heather Ryan. She is the chairwoman of Lincoln County Schools. It's been great to have you on today. Dear friend. Thank you uh, so much. Appreciate your leadership, uh, you, your board, uh, your staff, teachers, as they go back to school. You know, let's please be safe. Look for those kids. Look for those school buses. Uh, you know, kids don't always pay attention because they're excited. Uh, so I was in Raleigh yesterday and, and uh, had a had a young young person run out in front of me. Oh, Luckily, nothing happened. But uh, but we want to make sure everybody stays safe and want to wish you a very very great school year. Thank you. Thank you again. Well, thanks for being on. You've been listening to All Things Sane. Uh, we're every Wednesday. From 11 to 12, appreciate you listening in uh, here at WSIC. You can always write me at jason at jasonsane.com and look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much.